Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. There you go. Love it. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. And you guys were wondering, (laughs) when I came in today, I'm like, we got a new drop. And you're like, when are we going to use it? Does it matter? The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. NFL Network Insider Tom Pelissero. Georgia linebacker Nolan Smith. Sports radio legend Chris Mad Dog Russo. From HBO's Perry Mason. Actor Matthew Reese. And now it's Rich Eisen. Yes, yes, we've got a terrific Thursday show for you. So excited to be here on the Roku channel. And so much more right here once again in Los Angeles, California on the Rich Eisen Show. Pleased to have you with us, listening to us on this terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM Odyssey, our podcast. We say hello to everybody listening whenever they darn well please. It's their right in this podcast loving world. Get this show all three hours on the Cumulus Podcast Network where all podcasts can be acquired. We're free on the Roku channel and we've got so much fun in store. When Chris Mad Dog Russo calls in, it's always fireworks and apparently he's very upset with us. Or at least I'll take it as such. He's like, can you can can we leave Tom Brady alone in retirement? <laughs> I am leaving him alone in retirement. I'm just talking about what the guy, what I heard at the combine. Uh, he's joining us right in the middle of this show, right after uh, one of the fastest defensive line group uh, combine participants I've ever seen, Nolan Smith, who blew the roof off of the first night of the combine that Anthony Richardson then snapped back on and blew off himself. Uh, he'll be joining us uh, right before Mad Dog Russo. Oh, I'm so psyched in hour number three, Matthew Reese, the star of Perry Mason in its return. It was supposed to be a limited series, and they said, let's keep doing it. And three years after the end of the limited series, back they come for season two. I loved him in The Americans. If you blink, you might have missed him in Cocaine Bear. Uh, he's the one who uh, got all the craziness started uh, in that film. He's here in studio in hour number three. That'll be uh, so much fun, especially since so many people think Chris Brockman looks just like him. Um, and uh, he like you. So, Chris, you're about to meet your doppelganger. I'm excited. Uh, I, I am as well. I don't think he's bald, but I'm like the bald version of him. No, like if you put any of the, you know, Americans, Americans wigs, wigs that yeah, he used yeah, to yeah. wear on, I think you'd look like Matthew Reese. I'll take it. So I know you would. <laughs> I know you would. So uh, I guess uh, Sarah Tiana is the Kerry Russell in his world or something like that. Sure. Okay. He's here in studio on number three. Well, Tom Pelissero is first up uh, as we're talking about everything going on in the world of the National Football League. And there's lots going on. Chris Brockman's in his spot is established. Good to see you, DJ Mikey D. Good morning, Rich. Mike Del Tufo's in his chair. <laughs> Not great. TJ Jefferson, what's going on over there, sir? Light the candle. Hey, the candle's lit. You know, Biggie died 26 years ago today, oh, Rich. No so yeah. it's on all of our minds and just want to say RIP to the greatest of all time. Way to pour one out to start the program. No um, okay, so I found out this morning through the New York Post why my drive around Los Angeles looking to crash the Aaron Rodgers, Woody Johnson, Robert Sala, Joe Douglas, et al., uh, <laughs> meeting here in Los Angeles. They're trying to crash their dinner and offer to pay for it. Um, know why it was so fruitless. Why is that? It was not fruitful because they weren't dining in Los Angeles. They were dining in Malibu. Oh, nice. Uh, at a restaurant called Lucky, which is fitting because that's a word I've never had associated with my Jets fandom. <laughs> I don't think ever. Have you ever been there? Well, I've heard unlucky. I've not heard. I've not been to Lucky. Lucky. No. I'm sure it's a very fine uh, restaurant. Unlucky. Like, you know, 
the quarterback that took you to back-to-back um, conference championships games suddenly devolves into running into the ass of his teammate <laughs> on Thanksgiving. That's unlucky. Uh, getting Brett Favre. Having him show up and then partially tear his biceps. Mr. Never Missing a Game shows up to the Jets, tears his bicep. He gets one and done. Doesn't make the playoffs as the Jets try that on for size. Now we're trying on his successor on for size. Unbelievable that Aaron Rodgers could finish up his tenure (laughs) with the Packers and go to the Jets just like Favre did. I just imagine he won't wind up with the Vikings, although you never know. But lucky! Lucky it is, and hopefully it was uh, it was a uh, uh, more good fortune because the Jets are clearly, as it appears, in position to get Aaron Rodgers, but are in the position of pitching Aaron Rodgers the idea. And if this doesn't happen. After flying all the way out, taking him to dinner in Malibu and talking to the Green Bay Packers, no doubt about compensation and talking to Rodgers about what would happen and are you all in? Because guess what? He'd kind of have to show up to the offseason workout program. I don't think he's averse to doing it. One would think he'd be all in. That's the all in that was asked of him or being uh, associated with him and the whole conversation since... The end of the season to about last week, Packers need to know if he's all in. Remember I was asking everybody, what the hell does that mean, all in? Well, all in. You're going to show up. You're going to be happy to be a Jet because the Jets would be happy to have you because if they do not get this done with Aaron Rodgers, the alternative for the Jets? Toilets! Toilets. (laughs) (laughs) Because they have... To use a similar analogy, unzip their fly. Hey. It's all out there. They flew out to see the guy. And one would think they had already heard something positive back and already had some positive conversations with the Green Bay Packers in terms of compensation and what it would cost the Jets to go get him. And how much money the Packers might eat and what that would mean in the compensation that the Packers would take back from the Jets. There was probably enough positive momentum for Woody Johnson to fire up the Johnson and Johnson jet. And go sit down at Lucky in Malibu. You're feeling lucky, punk? Let's see what they serve it. Like. Go ahead, Aaron. Make my day. It's Go ahead, menu. Aaron. Make my day. Nice menu. Go ahead. Because other than that, the Jets will be back to square Jimmy G, and I don't mean to place him in the analogy of being toilets, but you are in a position with the Jets now that you have to get this thing done. The fact that it hasn't makes me a little bit squirrely. That said, Diana Rossini of ESPN putting out a whole string of tweets today in the wake of an extensive in-person meeting. That's, I can't think, the lucky menu. Between Aaron Rodgers and the Jets brass, including owner Woody Johnson, there's optimism in the Jets organization that they're on the brink of landing the future Hall of Fame quarterback. While optimism existed before the California meeting, again, Something had to be positive for them to get on the plane. Woody felt it important to meet in person, of course. Johnson left the meeting excited and satisfied about the potential match as the Jets internally are working under an optimism that this will happen. The Jets and the Packers remain engaged in conversations about compensation and contract. Those conversations already started before the meeting. This all makes complete sense. Just when the heck is it going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Because if I not, you. I feel you. What? What are we doing? What will the What will the Rogers world look like? You're gonna go. He'd have to retire, right? You can't go to the Packers now. And as soon as as soon as they left Lucky's, where the New York Post cameras caught them, three words from Woody Johnson: "We'll find out." 
I guess we will, won't we, Woody? <laughs> the closing power of the Jets, the roster that Joe Douglas has built. What will the Jets do? One would think to bring some of Rogers' friends. Does that mean Randall Cobb will be Jet? Right? Maybe. Anybody else that the Packers are willing to send along with <laughs> Rogers? Free agents that he'd want? Hey, it'll be his world. How do you like it, Aaron? How do you like your how do you like your uh your locker room? We know he likes his offense. They got the offensive coordinator who coordinated his last two MVP seasons. Look, it's gotta happen by now. If it doesn't happen, this is gonna be a problem for the Jets. Sure, they can go into the season with Jimmy G, but we'll all know that he's choice B. So waiting, waiting on Aaron, waiting on for it to happen. God bless it. Cannot believe we're in this position again. Cannot believe we're in this position again. <laughs> Does it feel like 2008? Because all over I'll again, tell you what, if Rodgers, if Rodgers, if Rodgers doesn't go through with it, he might as well have in this restaurant gone into the Toilet. and taken out a gun and <laughs> shot them all. Oh. Like it's the Godfather. Just go in there, take him out. Football wise, obviously. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, and I, 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 just one more time. Aaron Rodgers going into New England in a Jets uniform. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers going into Miami in a Jets uniform. Let's go. And Aaron looked like the guy who showed up on Christmas. Let's go. Let's go. Right there in Miami. Could you imagine it's Brady there too? Sorry, Mad Dog Russo. Aaron Rodgers going into Buffalo to take on Josh Allen and the now back-to-back AFC East champion Buffalo Bills. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers at home against the Philadelphia Eagles when Jalen Hurts walks in. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers going into Denver where the Jets play to take on Sean Payton and Russell Wilson in the spot that fired his offensive coordinator after one in Dunningham. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers taking on the Raiders, right? They go to Vegas. Yeah, that schedule from yesterday. Aaron Rodgers going into Vegas to take on the Raiders, who could have had him but didn't go get him like Devontae Adams wanted him to. Aaron Rodgers in Las Vegas in a Jets uniform. Let's go. At Dallas. Aaron Rodgers taking on the Cowboys one more time, but this time as a member of the Jets, let's go. Aaron Rodgers taking on Patrick Mahomes as a member of the New York Jets, let's go. I'm feeling lucky, let's go. Because Jimmy G is not the same juice. Zach Wilson, with that schedule, has four written four wins, five wins, And everybody on that plane getting axed by Woody Johnson written all over it. And everybody on that plane knows it. Aaron Rodgers has got to know it. Packers brass has to know it. That's my concern right now. Because it's got to get done. And I only named half the Jets' schedule, didn't I? And by the way, you know who also would love this too? The Alphabets. NBC, CBS, FOX, ESPN, and Amazon. Would they want to get a piece of the Jets? You bet. That's why Woody Johnson fired up the Jets, because he knows the relevance of this move, too. I got to stop talking about it, because it's making me jump out of my skin. (laughs) (laughs) It's constantly hitting refresh. It's making me jump out of my skin. Now then, Tom Pelissero is coming on, and I can't wait to talk to him about Lamar Jackson because everybody's still all over the whole, you know, why is everybody running away from Lamar Jackson? It's got to be collusion. As if nobody is taking into account the number of first-round draft choices it would take to acquire this incredible unicorn talent matches the number of seasons in a row he has not finished due to injury. And 
the amount of money you'd have to invest guaranteed in a contract that's so unworkable for the Browns, they're already talking about reworking it with Deshaun Watson, and he's only started about six games for him. So there's lots of moving parts in this crazy world of the NFL and another hell going on month that hits the negotiation window, period. Right? Did I get that right? Negotiation period. Uh, Window? No window. Okay. Starts Uh, Monday, March 13th. Monday. Monday. That's that's a a two a day for me, Monday. Hey. Three hours here, three hours at NFL Network. Oh. That's called the free agency frenzy. Frenzy. Yeah. What they call it. Frenzy. Tom Pelissero's up next. Let's take a break. You can join us any point in time. I don't mean to be so um, aggressive, but you, wherever you're listening uh, and watching, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network Insider, will be joining us next. Where are you, Aaron? Are you feeling lucky? Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed it's that time of year people spring has sprung And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here in the Rich Eisen Show. On the the Roku channel live stream, which is free. Uh, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. It's Tom Pelissero, our friend and frequent uh, guest host of this program, back here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, as an NFL media insider calling in. How are you, Thomas? I'm doing great, Rich. How are the boys in the studio oh, doing? Oh, yeah, hey, that's what we're talking hey, about. What's up, what's up, what's up, Tommy P? Hey, now you what know. Up, Look at you throwing out the red meat. Look at you throwing out the red meat to start. Look at him throwing out the red meat to start. Baby, baby. Look at you. Look at you. Oh. They're doing fine, in case you haven't wondered. We're great. Thanks, good. good. Thanks, Thanks for How are you, Tom? buddy? How you doing, Tom? You just had a birthday recently, right? I am. I did have a birthday a couple of days ago. Um, 21 years and old. And, of course, you know, my, my birthday being on March 6th means inevitably there's always news that ruins the evening. Uh, so <laughs> on Monday it was, you know, Smith's contract getting done, which I was dealing with uh, over dinner. But, no, other than that, I'm just uh, like everybody else in the NFL world right now, bracing for impact. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> the impact of what? What are, you, what are you bracing for, Tom? What is what's on top of your mind right now? Well, at this moment, it would be what happens with Aaron Rodgers, which and? is going to set the table for a lot of other things. Uh-huh. Here, here's what I can tell you at this moment 
on Aaron Rodgers. And, Rich, by the time I'm even done with this sentence, this could change, <laughs> but this is where it stands yes. as of this moment in time right now. The Jets went out there to California on Tuesday mm-hmm. to meet with Aaron Rodgers. They sent a contingent of people. The Jets want Aaron Rodgers to be their quarterback. The Jets have thought through what they're willing to do draft pick-wise, contract-wise, everything else. And if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Packers and says, I want to be traded to the Jets, then they are open to working with him to make that a reality and then moving forward with Jordan Love. The key piece of this, as it has been throughout this entire saga, is that Aaron Rodgers has not yet told the Packers and Jets what he wants to do. He has publicly said that everything's on the table between going back to Green Bay, playing for another team, even retiring. He's got $60 million almost fully guaranteed this year, and he has effective veto power over any trade. So it's really an Aaron's hands to make the first move here, depending what his decision is. There's some additional conversations that need to take place either between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers or the Packers and the Jets or in the retirement saga, uh, Aaron and his inner circle if he's moving forward. But in terms of what actually happens here, this is now up to Aaron. And as of right now, again, could change before the end of your show. As of right now, Aaron has not told the teams what he wants to do. And so there's um, already something that when you said the Jets have communicated what they're comfortable doing, um, have they essentially, uh, Gutekunst and Joe Douglas, struck a deal where all it is just Aaron saying, I'm re- I'd like to go, and they they know exactly how much the Jets know exactly how much the Packers are willing to eat of his contract themselves, and thus the sliding scale of the the draft choice that would be going back to or choices that would be going back to Green Bay are already been hammered out, or that's something that um, still hasn't been hammered out and could be a snag, and like you know the Packers suddenly want more because they know the Jets have already put it all out there. Um, I'm asking about, I guess, the nuts and bolts. How much that's already been hammered out, best you can tell or know. To my knowledge, there was not a deal in place. But certainly the Packers giving Aaron Rodgers permission to speak to the Jets would indicate that the Packers feel like the Jets will negotiate in good faith in a really unusual situation with a single bidder, a player who will only go one place, uh, and a contract that, if it's still sitting on the Packers' books, comes next Wednesday has a significantly different cap impact than if he's not on the roster. So it's the the clock is ticking. There's no doubt about it uh, for Aaron Rodgers, for the Packers, even for the Jets, who, you know, they obviously had a productive meeting with Derek Carr. That was a real possibility for him. He ended up going to the Saints. If they miss out on Aaron Rodgers, they're going to have to pivot yet again to whatever that possibility might be. And they've been very clear they're going to add a veteran quarterback. So now you're into – the Jimmy Garoppolo's, potentially Lamar Jackson. Is it Baker Mayfield? There's a lot of different ways that you could go, but you're going to want answers here. That negotiating window opens up on Monday. That's four days away, right about this time. And, and, and you know, the and free agency officially begins two days after that. So wh- whatever happens here, I anticipate that it's not going to be much longer because everybody would be put into a bind, specifically the Packers and the Jets, if Aaron carries this beyond the weekend. So um, any any indication of what was discussed at this dinner? Jets selling Rodgers on the idea of going to New York, just getting his idea of how much you know they, they'd see of him in the offseason, anybody that he'd want to have added to the roster? I mean, what what did they talk about other than, you know, hey, what's the, what are the specials at Lucky in Malibu? I would fairly say all aspects of a potential Jets Aaron Rodgers marriage were discussed in those meetings. And, you know, Aaron has obviously a very close relationship with Nathaniel Hackett. That was his guy for the few years Hackett was in Green Bay. He's the offensive coordinator now with New York. So, in terms of what the offense looks like and things like that, those two already know what it would look like. Well, that's a big piece. That's a huge That's a huge piece. Hackett knows it well. That's a huge piece. It's all the other it's all the other things and getting comfortable with a new organization. That's where, you know, I, I think that 
I, I understand where people say, what is taking so long? But you think about it, Aaron's been with one team for 18 years. That's his entire adult life. He spent with one team since the time he was 20, 21 years old. He's never experienced anything else. So it makes perfect sense that you'd want to get to know the owner and the team president and the GM, obviously the head coach, who happens to have had Matt, uh, Matt LaFleur, the Packers coach, and the best man in his wedding. So, you know, and you go back 15 years, they also did the same thing with another Packers quarterback in Brett Favre. And I was working at the Green Bay Press-Gazette at that point, and it was an all-night type of a negotiation. And one of the ways that they closed Aaron, or closed Brett Favre was by offering up and showing him pictures of this land outside the city where he could go hunting, hunting. on his yeah. off days. Yeah. So whatever the equivalent of hunting land was to Brett Favre, whatever the equivalent of that is to Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> I would imagine with a court, within, of course, the bounds of the salary cap, that the Jets would roll out. Here's the answers to every one of your questions. We want you to feel comfortable. Absolutely. They want Aaron Rodgers to be their quarterback. Aaron now has to sit back, take that information in, and figure out exactly what he wants to do. Yeah, they have two darkness caves. They're called the Holland and Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> and if you go there between the hours of 4 to 7 p.m., you can really, it, it's a long-ass day. You know, I mean. I cannot believe the Jets are in this position right now. <laughs> I cannot believe that this is actually happening. So what do you? What, what's your best guess? Give me your best guess. He leaves everything all together. And I know that Rodgers has pointed out nobody knows what's going on in his world. And he's even mentioned our friend Ian Rappaport is exactly one of those people. So what do you got for me? Um, what do you got? What do you think? Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad that uh, Ian caught the shot on that since my name was also on that story. But it was Ian's piece of information that was inaccurate in terms of the timeline. So I, I appreciate that Aaron somehow realized who was at fault on that. And Good for you. decided to go after him Way and not go. me. Way to go. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know. And no one else does. I, I've talked to <laughs> practically everybody involved earlier today. Right. Everybody is waiting. Now, I think that logically, it's always seemed unlikely that everything would line up for Aaron Rodgers to be back in Green Bay, simply because of the situation with Jordan Love, because of the direction that the roster might be going, because of just the, the point in time that we're at. It's made sense that this might be where Aaron Rodgers really holds on. But I just don't know. I mean, he's a unique individual. There's not a lot of people who would go through this type of a process to figure out what they want to do. Whatever he feels after doing whatever it is he he has to do to feel it, that's what he's going to move forward with here. Tom Pellicer, NFL Network, NFL Insider here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, where, where do you want to start with Lamar? Uh, how we got here, what's going on? I'll just give you the floor. Lamar Jackson, as things currently stand, the Thursday before the new league year are... We got here, Rich, because the Ravens have tried for more than a year, close to two years, to do a long-term contract with Lamar Jackson. And his base viewpoint on those conversations has always been, I'm better than all these quarterbacks. I should get more money than all of them. And that includes Deshaun Watson, who got a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed contract last year from the Browns that certainly did upset some people within the league because it rewrote the economics of the NFL. But I think it is a drastic oversimplification to look at reports that several teams were not interested in pursuing Lamar Jackson and alleging collusion or worse racism or something else, some other factors at play. When Tom Brady, three years ago, the greatest player of all time, became a free agent. He had two offers. He had the Chargers and he had the Bucks. Some other teams, the Raiders poked around on it, but ultimately he had two teams that put in offers for him. And obviously he chose the Bucks and went there and won a Super Bowl. He was at an older stage in his career, but there were two teams. Last year with Deshaun Watson, and he was facing serious allegations of sexual misconduct. It didn't stop four teams from pursuing him, and ultimately the Browns were told, you're out, and they got back in by saying, we will go the extra mile and give you the fully guaranteed contract. We're coming up on free agency next week. If you've got a big market as an agent, that means you've got 
three, four, five teams at the most. Mm-hmm. Nobody has all 32 teams. People say, well, why are these teams announcing that they're out? Well, first of all, you didn't see announcements. Nobody would announce it. But there are times that teams need to sculpt the environment of the fans, of the media. And in this case with someone who is as accomplished and dynamic a player as Lamar Jackson, but in a complicated type of a situation to acquire him, if you're not in a place organizationally where you think you're going to do this, it makes sense to pour some cold water on it initially so you don't have a week's worth of speculation and media reports connecting you to whatever, connecting you to the player, whatever team you're with, and then if everyone feels like it's a disappointment when you didn't land them. That's a fact of how the NFL works, which is there are some times where I or other people will get a call, hey, just so you know, we're not in on this. Everyone's saying we're in. Some doofus who's trying to make a name on Twitter report we're in. We're not in. Just don't, don't run with that. And I get that. And it's smart business because don't let people believe in some big idea that's totally impossible. With the quarterback position in particular, you're talking about years of planning in many cases in terms of what you're building around the quarterback, the draft capital you've put into a player, the development you've put into a player, the money you've put into a player. The idea that all 32 teams are going to shed their quarterback for anyone besides maybe Patrick Mahomes is just not in line with the reality here. With Lamar Jackson, again, unbelievably dynamic player. He is fun to watch when he's on, and he's won an MVP. To get him, you have to be able organizationally to say, we want to commit over 20% of our salary cap, two first-round draft picks for a player who, as good as he is, has suffered back-to-back lower body injuries that have ended his season, taking him out in December and January, and we're going to have to completely overhaul the way we play offense and the personnel to suit his unique skill set. Is somebody going to seriously consider this? I think a bunch of teams are going to seriously consider it. But that's a lot different than saying we're actually going to be able to go and not only give Lamar a contract he will take, which may well take the fully guaranteed contract because that's what he wants, but also one that the Ravens are not going to match. So we're not doing the work for Baltimore, which continues to say their priority is to get Lamar back on a long-term deal. You're also giving up the two first-round draft picks. It's a lot. Now, again, is there some team that may do it? It's absolutely possible. And I would anticipate that there are a bunch of teams having those exact conversations. But you better have a plan, you better have the resources, and you better believe that you can do something that nobody has done with a quarterback eating up that much of the salary cap, which is win a Super Bowl, if you're going to go all in in this situation for Lamar Jackson. Tom Pelissero, everybody, with a State of the Union address right there on Lamar Jackson. And I I wholeheartedly understand and agree with you when it comes to, look, Assigning Lamar Jackson uh, isn't just like a free agent where it costs you nothing draft compensation-wise. And signing Lamar Jackson isn't really going to be anything of an outlier uh, from any other contract uh, in the NFL, save one. And signing Lamar Jackson, you're, 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 you're not getting the 2019 version. You're getting the 2023 version which did not finish the 2021 or 2022 seasons healthy. There is an incredible amount of moving parts and caveats and this and that. And so anybody out there saying, hey, nobody's jumping at him. There must be something fishy going on here. It's it's not all things being equal at all. And I know Richard Sherman threw out Joe Burrow's name out there. Joe Burrow, um, you know, has none of everything that I just said. Also, what he doesn't have is an MVP. I understand that. So all things being equal, though, is... Why wouldn't a team just decide to say two ones and let's go talk to him and see if he'll take something less is be, it, 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 than, than the uh, guaranteed offer? Part of the fear of that is you're doing the work for Baltimore, hammering out the deal that Baltimore didn't put on the table that they, upon further review, would be willing to take because the other option would be drafting somebody 
from the deep 20s, which would not net them an immediate successor, to um, to Baltimore, uh, to Lamar? Is that literally what, what you're – is also a dynamic here? Did I pick that up, Well, and let's Tom? be clear on, on so, something you mentioned there, Rich. I do anticipate teams are going to talk to Lamar Jackson and his mother, who's his advisor. Because right now, like agent. literally they right now. have those conversations. Yeah. And just because four or five teams were reported to not be in, there are 32 teams, I'm pretty sure, still in the NFL. We've got a lot of other teams that are unaccounted for here. And why would you not have those conversations? In terms of the contract here and what Lamar Jackson wants, you've only had two fully guaranteed contracts for multi-year quarterback deals in recent NFL history. And it was Kirk Cousins who had to play out two franchise tags in Washington to get there. and got three years, $84 million from the Vikings. And it was Deshaun Watson who had a multiple bidder situation that drove the price up to five years, $230 million fully guaranteed. Lamar Jackson, to this point, has never been able to have a multiple bidder situation. He's been in negotiation with one team. And because he does not have an agent, I think this is important to understand he really does not have a gauge on the rest of the market. Yes, he can lean on the NFL Players Association, but a big part of what agents do year-round in these types of situations is, and remember, Rich, teams can tamper. Agents technically can call whoever they want, and they do to make sure they understand, hey, if he were to get out, what am I looking at someplace else? And you have relationships within the league, and you can figure out, okay, this is probably going to beat anything we're going to be able to get elsewhere and you run the numbers and you figure out what is the best thing to do in this particular situation, absent any history, absent any other deal. Lamar hasn't really had that. And so the first time that he's going to be able to do that is next Wednesday, March 15th, because franchise players are not allowed to speak to teams okay. prior to that. Okay. And then they will be able to, let's see. Let's see who has meetings with Lamar Jackson. Let's see who goes down that road. Let's see who actually makes him an offer before we start screaming about collusion. I also think that Lamar's greatest leverage passed two years ago. And this is one of the, the reasons that having an agent would have helped him. And this is not an infomercial for agents here, Rich. I'm just saying. Go for it. No agent on the planet would have allowed Lamar Jackson to go out there and play for $1.7 million in 2021. As a former NFL MVP, early in his prime, there is no way that anybody would have allowed him to go out onto the field. Everybody last year talked about Kyler Murray's agent, Eric Burkhardt, and making fun of his manifesto that he put out at the start of the combine. Kyler Murray ultimately got paid. Everybody got mad at the agent. They didn't really get as mad at the player during that entire summer. He ultimately got a significant deal. And sometimes those are the things that need to happen. Lamar played for 1.7. He came back and played the following year for $23 million. Again, something that if he had an agent, that agent would have said, there's no way we're doing this. We need the deal done now. Even if it's not fully guaranteed, with quarterback contracts, it's not really about the guarantees because those guys get released so rarely. It's about cash flow. And the sooner you can get the cash flowing, the sooner you get back to the bargaining table. So Lamar played for, over the last two years, $26 million. And if he ultimately ends up going back to Baltimore and playing on the one-year tag, he's made $60 million over three. Daniel Jones is making $82 million over two years on his new contract, not because he's better than Lamar Jackson. The Ravens' offers to Lamar Jackson were far greater than what Daniel Jones got or what Derek Carr recently got or any of these quarterbacks. They were willing to offer it and get the money moving. Now, all of a sudden, he's two years further down the line, and if he doesn't take a deal this year, he has literally left tens of millions of dollars on the table. And that's without getting into the present time value of money and what high-level investment people can do with that money, how much money he could have made off the money over the last couple of years. He's put himself in a spot now where he's already behind. And even if ultimately he gets a fully guaranteed contract this year or next year, it's a pyrrhic victory of sorts because of the money he already left on the table that would have given him the security that ostensibly he's seeking with a fully guaranteed deal. And I don't mean that as a criticism of Lamar. He can choose to do whatever he wants. And on some level, 
in this day and age, in this NFL, you respect someone who money doesn't seem to be the driving force yeah. behind everything that he's doing. So it's not that you know he what he's doing is wrong per se, but if we're talking about the leverage to get what you want, that passed, man. That was two years ago. Now he's going into a different spot where he, at minimum, may be able to play these teams off each other like Deshaun Watson and his agent David Mulligetta did last year. Will they be able to do that as effectively as somebody who actually has an agent? We'll find out starting in a week or so. All right. In the two minutes I have left, then, we have a list of nine teams that we boiled everything down to. I removed the teams that don't have a first-round draft choice this year because, again, that's going to be technically a requirement. I guess you can get around it uh, for Lamar's services just to negotiate for them right now. Teams who just don't need a new quarterback. Teams that would blow everyone's mind for Lamar. That I don't believe would go for him. I got a list of nine teams, Jets, Raiders, Texans, Titans, Colts, Falcons, Panthers, Bucks, Commanders. Who do you think next Wednesday would be most likely to ring his phone first? What do you think? Well, I think think that's one of the other factors here is I don't know that you have an obvious team. Mm. If the Jets miss out on Aaron Rodgers and knowing how big Woody Johnson wants to swing, I don't think that you can rule out that possibility of him ending up with the Jets, although you would think that would also be an offer sheet that the Ravens would potentially want to match. Uh, Washington would make some sense, but they're also in a position where the team may be sold. Does that increase the value of the team, having Lamar Jackson? And, oh, yeah, Dan Snyder can guarantee some other owner's money, and some other owner could put that uh, that $180 million into escrow next March? Maybe. But it doesn't sound like that's on the front burner for them right now. You know, the Colts have a vacancy i don't know on that one i have not i don't have a clear answer on that obviously san francisco brock purdy surgery is coming up tomorrow they don't have a but they don't have a first rounder they don't have a first rounder they don't have a and they don't have a first round pick as of now so obviously that that's a, a complication for him it's you know you don't have again you don't have that clear this is where he's 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 going to land but i think that with somebody who's this unique of a talent and unique proposition it may take someone with some foresight. I mean, I don't think that we went into last March, Rich, saying the Browns absolutely need an upgraded quarterback. The other teams that were in on it made sense. It was the Panthers. It was the Falcons once you realized that they were probably moving on from Matt Ryan. With the Browns, I mean, Baker Mayfield had been told he was going to be the quarterback. He got so ticked off that we broke into free agency frenzy so I could deliver the news he'd requested a trade. And that was after they were told they were out on Deshaun Watson. So it might be something that shakes loose that we're not even thinking about Right now, with Lamar, it's really going to depend on a lot of different factors, including when that uh, negotiating window opens up on Monday, does anybody jump at Jimmy Garoppolo? Does Baker Mayfield land this far where he's got a shot to compete? Hmm. Um, You know, you've got some guys on the street. You've got other trade possibilities. What happens with Aaron? We'll know a lot more by next Wednesday. Right now, it's just it's kind of hard to project, other than there are a bunch of teams that don't have a clear starter. You're the man, Tom. A lot of food for thought. Greatly appreciate you delivering that to the to the fans and uh, listeners and viewers of this show. Appreciate it. We'll chat soon. Thanks for having me, Rick. Be well. You got it. That's uh, Tom Pelissero. will be on NFL Network in probably about 10 seconds. Let's take a break. Food for thought. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Affiliate Network, along with Sirius XM and more, Nolan Smith of Georgia Football going to join us top of the next hour. Mad Dog Russo after that. <laughs> so... Um, that's coming up. Love it. Hey, man, every single person that I see tweeting about Lamar and how dare he not get any offers and how dare people say, you know, that they're out. First of all, as Tom Pelissero just pointed out, nobody can be in technically till next Wednesday. Actually reaching out and talking. Right. Okay. But then how come information people don't know that they're interested in Lamar and they're only know that people aren't interested in Lamar. And his point is a lot of folks want to get out ahead to try and tamp down fans' expectation level. My pushback on that would be, well, then why aren't the Falcons going after Lamar? His pushback would be, well, they probably went in place, hired the coach and general manager to move on from Matt Ryan, reset the books, start again, And that plan has years after this one set up for cap and planning and what have you. And they drafted Desmond Ritter last year with the hopes of him marinating last year behind Marcus Mariota. And then he's going to come out fresh out of the box this year. They're going to move forward with him. They believe in him. They think they can win games with him. They damn near won that division last year anyway, if you recall. There was an unfortunate roughing the passer penalty that went against them in Tampa. Okay. So they're probably sitting here thinking we can go to work with him. Lamar Jackson drops into potentially their laps. All it would do, however, and in in theory, just absolutely. Why wouldn't they go get him? You want to win this division? You want to tell the Saints, nice job getting Derek Carr. We got a 2019 MVP Mm -hmm. uh, and we are going to, you know, show you in this offense that had a, if you will, wide receiver play running back and score touchdown after touchdown, and you got Kyle Pitts going up the seam. Here comes Lamar at you with Cordero Patterson. Makes sense, doesn't it? I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. But it's not my money that I got to cut a massive check for for a guy who didn't finish the last two years. Imagine. There's a big F. It's not 2019 walking through the door. Oh, and by the way, that eighth overall draft choice that you were planning on the last several weeks, see ya, that's gone. Next year too, that's gone. And then the point that Tom was making as well is why some teams are like, we're not in on him right now. We're not in. Is because why would they go ahead, reach out to Lamar and say, hey, Lamar, we love you. We would take you. We're just not paying all that guaranteed money to you. We're just not going to do it. We'll give you this much less guaranteed money. How about we guarantee the whole damn thing, but it's not 230? How about we guarantee 90% of it? How about we guarantee 85% of it? And Tom's saying that these teams are, why would they do that? Have Lamar agree to it only to have Baltimore say, sold. Lamar, you're back. Congratulations. You now have a long-term contract staying here. And you just spent all this time getting your fan base's hopes up because everybody knows everything, even though J.J. Watt says you can actually do deals without any leaks. Hey, everyone. The Ravens got themselves their quarterback back because we hammered out the language that they couldn't hammer out themselves for the last two years. Why are they doing the Ravens that favor? See what I'm saying? It's not like Lamar is completely free, totally healthy, coming off an MVP season. He's three-plus years removed from it. 
He's going to cost you two first-round draft choices. It's going to be a negotiation that might mean nothing anyway because the team that's been struggling to re-sign him would say, thank you for hammering out all that language with our guy. You don't get him anyway. And if I was that person and I'm like getting all sorts of heat in my town, why won't you go for Lamar Jackson? I want it to be known we're trying. Do you get all the moving parts that I'm trying to pick up and put down? And that has got nothing that I pointed out about anything that might have been going on in Baltimore behind the scenes that the Ravens have totally not either cared about, covered up for, or we're still willing to work with that we don't know. But man, he's so damn good. I mean, to me, he's worth the two firsts. If I don't have, if I can have some sort of help on the back end of this deal, I would take it. I don't know if he's willing to give it. Hour two coming up. So that's my pointing out. It's just, first of all, there are no teams saying we're in on him yet because technically they're not allowed to be. They might be already. Don't know. Again, if the Jets don't get Rodgers, should they go for Lamar? I mean, if you're looking for relevancy and you're looking to end all your problems on offense and you think you've got everything else set up for it, you want him to grow old with these guys and you're done with Zach and you're willing to spend all this money and you want to cough up two firsts and you're not concerned about the health and you're then yeah. But if there's any point along that way where you're like, man, I don't think I'm into that idea at all. That's why the Ravens and he have not been able to come to terms. They adore him. He's adored within the uh, the, the the community. Why hasn't it gotten done then? Something's up. Spidey sense, spidey sense, spidey sense. And if you're the one who's cutting that big fat check... And costing two firsts. And as Tom pointed out, yeah, our roster's kind of not built for the way that he plays football. We got to switch that around too. And those plans for the cap that we had all laid out perfectly and manicured for 24 and 25, that's gone. And our draft plans for the next three years are gone. It's going to take a while to find a suitor.